Welcome to the Thoroughly Wrong Project with Lalo and Bob. We appreciate you spending some time with us today. Let's jump right into that weekly dose of things you can disagree with. Take it away, guys. All right. Good morning and welcome to the Thoroughly Wrong Project. How you doing, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. I'm pretty hungover. <laughs> I was going to ask, are you hungover again? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know, it was it was a good night. It was a good night. Um, I'm sticking to that whole, you know, one night a week, and it's it's working out pretty well. I'm not I'm not, you know, sick or dying or anything. Just just a little sluggish. Yeah, just you little, can feel it a little bit. Yeah, it. But I feel good. You know, like six days a week, I feel great. I eat right. I sleep and exercise and meditate do all that all that staying alive stuff so i feel good and then so this is like a real contrast to the way i usually wake up man not cool (laughs) i i I even had some trepidation last night about drinking i did i was just like man do i really want to feel bad yeah i do (laughs) (laughs) actually after a few after a few weekends your body will be used to it so yeah, yeah, we can get used to anything, right? Just take some ibuprofen like right before you go to bed and you should wake up a lot better. Yeah, so I should I take ibuprofen or acetaminophen, whatever it is. Tylenol. I heard just ibuprofen like right before you go to bed. I mean if you're like cap like able to remember to take it. <laughs> well, just, no. like, set it, just set it right by your bed or something. I'm and then not take getting it that before you go to bed. All right. I drink then, a lot of water. Yeah, that, that helps too. Like pre like preparing your body for what's coming. <laughs> the thoroughly wrong project drinking uh, procedures, right? <laughs> <laughs> drink a lot of water, take some fucking ibuprofen, eat something, you'll be fine. You'll wake up just perfect. Uh, exactly. No, it, I, I, like I said, I went almost, well... 235 days whatever that is seven months without drinking at all without anything it just it just sucks sobriety sucks man it's like some fucking cult that these everybody's in it's like how many days are you sober and you're keeping fucking count on it and you're really trying to stay proud of yourself while dying inside i i don't think I, I, maybe some people need complete sobriety because they cannot do what I'm doing. They can't control it. They, they lose control of it almost immediately. But I, this has been what four, four weeks that I've been doing this. And during the week, dude, I don't feel like drinking at all. In fact, on Saturday night, I didn't feel like drinking, but I did anyway. Cause I, I, well, I don't know. Can we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I know like, like you're right. Like, I don't think it's for, uh, like, not many people. At least, if you have like an issue with drinking, yeah, or you'll be able to like kind of keep it under control. Because I don't think it's that's like an easy thing to do, especially when you're like, you know, just so used to doing it like every day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think you're definitely right there that it's it's not for everybody, but, um. 
I think it would definitely be worth a shot to see if you're like, uh, you know, capable of doing it. That way you can kind of like, you could have it in your mind. Like, okay, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be like I am right now where, you know, I'm fucking like drunk every day, but right. I still want to, you know, enjoy drinking because you yeah. know, it makes me feel good. So it, sure does. And it kind of, uh, it's like a win-win, you know, like you don't fucking, you're not like killing yourself. And at the same time, you're still able to do something that you like to do. Yeah. That, and that's exactly that's where like I came. That. That's where I came. That's where I came from. I, I got really sick and tired of being drunk all the time. Every single fucking night I was catching a buzz or, or going a little past that. And it just got old. And while I, like said, I do can. I do consider drinking to be like fun. I like it. It tastes good. It makes me feel good. It make you know, good. You just have a good time. As long as you're not out there getting, you know, shitty drunk, which I didn't. And I don't want to do that anymore. But so during the week, I, I'm in control of myself. I don't think about drinking. I'm gearing up for school. I'm going to work. I'm doing things with my family, taking care of the podcast, doing all kinds of shit. But on Saturday night, fuck you, man. It's time to kick the plug out of the wall. Yeah, a little everything, like I said, everything in moderation is not bad. That's right. Uh oh. Now that I think you could get <laughs> you could get in real fucking trouble with that too. <laughs> you know, I know there's not a lot of meth addicts listening because they sold most of the stuff they would listen to the podcast on, but <laughs> Meth just once a week is not that bad. Meth once a week is not something you want to consider or heroin or any of that shit. <laughs> Most things in, in moderation are good. How about that? Most things in moderation. That's right. Any any news this week uh, interest you? You know, like, I don't know, it was raining ash yesterday and we hadn't seen the sun for three days or, you know, anything like that? I mean, I feel like there's news constantly like every day i mean obviously you know but it's like like i've said before every it seems like every few days like the world's ending in a different in yeah. a different way you know yeah so i woke up when was it was it friday yeah when it was all smoky and i was like i was thinking i woke up in like mexico the way they portrayed <laughs> in like movies and tv shows <laughs> I was like, did I wake up in Mexico or something? Am I in a Breaking Bad episode? <laughs> I know, man. It's like, I think yesterday, it was yesterday. What well, was actually Friday, Saturday? I haven't seen it today, but you could walk outside and look at the sun. I mean, like, you could just look yeah, at it. My, was- my friend told me, he's like, I was like in the sun for like a whole minute. <laughs> and it didn't bother me once. I was like. I still wouldn't do that. <laughs> I was still, it still does some damage. I know. But I mean, usually if you glance at the sun, it hurts immediately. This way, it was like looking at the moon, kind of like, you know, there it is. There's the sun. It's some post-apocalyptic fucking landscape. And yesterday, standing outside, I was going to the bank. My wife and I were standing in the parking lot talking, and she goes, is that ash? <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't uh, actually see any, but I yeah. heard about it like just coming down. It's like it was up here, the closest thing to snow we're ever gonna see here in Bakersfield. It was weird, man. It's it's just, and then I went t- 
to the store and there's the homeless guy the, all the windows in um like all the stores in the complex the shopping center down at Fairfax and Niles got busted out. So there's fucking cops everywhere. There's firefighters everywhere. They're assessing the situation and it's gloomy as hell. There's smoke everywhere. And in the middle of all of it, there's this fucking homeless guy and he's sitting in the middle of the parking lot. He's set up a little camp. I mean, like in the middle of the parking lot, dude, like he's, he doesn't care anymore. He's just, fuck it. I'm tired. You know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) so there's, I'm looking at this fucking landscape and I just had to laugh. I'm just like, is this, this looks like the end, you know, (laughs) people are just not caring anymore and doing whatever they want. Yeah. It's just, this is the, it's like the end of culture. All the windows are broken out. Everything's vandalized. There's homeless people. The air is bad. The The water's running out. What water we have is poison. The air is poison. There's a pandemic raging. Nobody's wearing a fucking mask. Everybody's given up. But guess what? The fair's open, and there are, no, there are no restrictions. Come on down. Yes, the hospitals are full. We'll find you someplace to go. You know? Come on. It's kind of crazy how, like, all that's happening, like, at the exact same time. Yeah, and we've been warned for fucking years that it's coming. And um, my daughter was, my wife, my daughter, she, she, they were going somewhere yesterday, and my daughter started crying, dude. It just overwhelmed her to see all the violence, all the broken glass. There's the homeless guy. There's all the firefighters. It just seems like she said, you know, my wife said it just seemed like she got overwhelmed. It's like here, here's the world that you are going to fucking inherit. Good luck. <laughs> How old is she? <laughs> Fourteen. Oh yeah, that's that makes sense. Like yeah, uh, but to see to see that through the eyes of a fourteen-year-old and you know, kind of realize, well, this is the world I I'm going to live in. This is my world because. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get better unless people wake up. You know. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like a, I don't know what the word is daunting. Just thinking about it, you know. Yeah. Because it makes you think like, how are we gonna fix this, and how are we gonna fix that, and I feel like some things are like too late to fix, or you know, they'll get better before they get, or they'll get worse before they get better. It's a, it's so got to be overwhelming to them. It has yeah. to be. I mean, I mean, even to like people like my age or your age, it could be overwhelming. So I can't imagine like everything. You know, we all like have to deal with the same thing, and then on top of that, she's like a high school student, right? And has to deal with everything that comes with being a high school age kid, <laughs> which is a lot at that age. You know, it is. It is. So, I I can't imagine. It's like can't. the world's ending, but you got to get your essay turned in by by nine p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Mine, mine had an end. You know, my the Cold War that I grew up in, and, and I talked about it before. How you know, every single day in the news, it was like we've moved up to DEFCON two, and and the Soviets are doing this, and the Russians are doing that, and and um. 
it is it was i lived under this blanket of nuclear annihilation so i didn't have a future for a really long fucking time and i'm sure it did some damage to me and now mine ended and we could see there might possibly be an end because of you know a treaty this the salt treaties between uh, governments that calmed everything down and and would we would ride waves of fear but this dude this is like got to be overwhelming for these kids to look and you know there's there's no end in every sight. single day the water there's no end in sight the water's running out and the air is bad and the jobs are fucked up and there's poverty and there's homelessness and there's all these fucking fires and all this shit that's happening all at once. It's probably like, what am I supposed to do here with this? So I, I feel bad for him at the same time I grew up in it. And what are we going to do about it? You know? Yeah. And I mean, we're going to have to do something because doing nothing is just going to, it's going to be pretty much like the end of us. So it's just a matter of when we figure it out or when we decide to actually do it. Um, that's what's going to, are we going to do it when it's too late or are we going to do it when, you know, there's still time to turn things around. Do do you think that's there's time? Um, probably depending on like the issue. Well, uh, pick an issue. Well, Let's pick the big one that's going right now. Water. I feel like, I mean, I don't think I know enough about, like, the situation that we're in, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know how, like, grave it is, you know, um, for me to know if it's, like, too late or, oh, no, there's still time. I, like, I know, like, we're in a drought and I know it's really bad, yeah. but, like, I don't know enough about it to really like say oh yeah we're like we're past the point of no return or like oh well if we all just start like you know conserving now we'll we'll be fine in like a few years type of yeah. thing but i mean it's just one of those things where uh if the experts are telling you like no like this is very serious um i kind of i'll tend to believe them you know yeah because after all they are the experts well yesterday my Excuse me. Yesterday, my wife said she she lives in a house where you and I talk and I talk all the time and I'm very aware. But she lives her life as a school teacher and she's busy and her life's overwhelmed by having a 14 year old daughter and all this stuff. So she these people that are like my wife, they don't have a lot of information. And she turned to me yesterday and she said, did you know that when the, the Hoover Dam gets too low, that the hydroelectric plant will shut off? And I said, yeah, I, I've known that for a long time. And that made me realize that people don't realize the gravity of this fucking situation, man. There's 40 million people that rely on water and electricity just from Lake Mead. Yeah, and they they don't know, and and they've been, it's that cry wolf situation so many times that they just fucking shut it off. So when you say danger, 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 nothing happens. Human beings tend to go, yeah, yeah, whatever, fuck off, shut up. That's enough. 
So I think the issue is grave. And like you said, I don't have all the, the numbers, but the issue is grave because people don't believe it anymore. And if you can't get them to believe it, they're not going to conserve. And if they don't conserve, right over the edge we go. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of these issues are very like, uh, some of them like interconnect, you know, mm -hmm. like um, our water issue. Like we've seen like, like low levels of like rainfall, you know, the last few years, which is part of the reason why we don't have the same amount of water as we've had before. But also, uh, you know, like you said, so many people depend on, you know, one source of of water, which you can, some can contribute to be like an infrastructure problem, you know, like right. you can't just have one like fail safe. And then if that goes like all these people are fucked. Um, so, I mean, you could like, in that sense, like they're very like interconnected or few, few issues. Um, so it kind of, it kind of makes you think, you know, like what, like it, it shows you like what we need to do to, to address these issues. Right. Um, we just, it's just a matter of, of doing them at this point, you know? Well, we need to simplify and stop threatening people with total annihilation. Give them the fucking truth. Give them the facts of the matter. You know, get them to believe. But then on the other side, damn, you know, dude, on the other side, it, what happens was a lot of that water being used is not being used by the consumer. In fact, most of it. It's being used by industry and agriculture and, uh, you know, the cows and, and, and all this shit. So all this water is being sucked off right off the top. And then they tell us not to flush our toilets. And that's not going to fucking help. You need, you need capitalism to slow the fuck down somehow. But you can't do it because, like I said, it's all interconnected. They're all dependent on each other. And that water coming out of that dam is for agriculture and if you shut that water off that's food electricity and water all at once that go away that's that's terrifying to think you're going to shut off water for 40 million people take away their food yeah and i think uh issues like this kind of you can see like or like parallels to like um covid to the point where like like you said people just don't take it serious enough um because it doesn't really, it's not impacting us yet, you know? Um, just like, you know, when it comes to like water usage, I mean, most of us, like, if you go turn on your faucet right now, water's gonna come out, you know? Right. But there are people, you know, like in Flint, in other parts of the world or other parts of the country where, you know, water's like a daily struggle, you know? Even here, like I said, in Flint, in the United States. So they know, like, they're taking it seriously, you know? Yeah. But, for the vast majority of people, it's not really an issue. Um, well, in those outlying areas of around Fresno and around Sacramento, the water's being shut off already. Right. So it's like to them, it's like holy shit, this is serious, you know. Right. But we don't, we don't really know about that, so we don't, you know, the the larger population doesn't really worry about it. Um, kind of like with COVID, you know, like most people are like, oh, we're fine, like, you know, oh, like ninety eight percent survival rate. Yeah, we'll live it's fine until you know your fucking grandma dies then all of a sudden like oh shit yeah it's serious so i feel like i mean we're just i think that's just like i don't know if it's like a human like mentality or 
like an American mentality of, I really won't care about it until, you know, it's impacting me. Um, and I think that sort of mentality is what gets us in these situations where we get to the point where some of these issues are like way past due of a, a fixing, you know? Right. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's what I think when it comes to our sense of like urgency and, you know, the, like you mentioned earlier, the cold war, like that shit was, you know, on everybody's mind because it could have impacted anybody in the United States at any point, you know, right. They shoot a nuke over here. Like anybody could get hit and anybody could die. So everybody was like on high alert about it. But an issue like this, it's very like area specific, you know? So if yeah, you don't know what's going on, you're not really going to pay attention to it or care. I, well, let's say some some person in Appalachia or the South or, you know, Texas, whatever, where they have water and everything's fine in that in that situation. So they don't think of that as a global or a, a, lo, a local problem. It's not a problem to them. But shut the fucking water off in the in L.A. Valley. And it becomes a problem for the entire country because you're going to see mass exodus. You're going to see breakdown of culture, breakdown of society. All your ports are going to be shut off. You know, everything's going to change. So when that dude in Vermont's like, it ain't my fucking problem. Yes, sir, it is. It is your problem. Then that's what we have to alert people to the fact that, yeah, if you're on the East Coast, you're going to your life will massively change if the water goes off on the West coast. Yeah. It's just, I think we, you know, unfortunately we're going to have to get to that point for it to click for a lot of people, you know, like they're going to have to see it impact them for them to be like, Oh shit. You know, do we have to make a disaster movie and show it to them? Is that, would that help? (laughs) I think we have plenty of those. <laughs> In a world. <laughs> I mean, even like this past like year and a half, uh, you know, almost going on two years. Like to me, I remember at the very beginning, it, it felt like a movie to me. Uh, I remember early on, I would, I would like go to, to Target and we would have to like wait outside when they had a like a like a limit in stores. Yeah. Oh, you can only have, you know hundred people in the store at the time. And there was like a line outside of Target, like just waiting to get in. And that literally has never happened in my life before, you know? Right. So it was just so weird, you know, seeing, you know, everybody wearing a mask. Um, Cause at first it was like, what the hell? Like, that's just weird, you know? Cause I, I remember at first I would see like, you know, I would see like masks, like people wearing masks, like here and there, like very early on, you know? Right. Um, so I was like, I don't know, do I want to put mine on? Like, that's kind of weird, you know? Cause that's what I thought of it. Like, it was just, that concept was like, so <laughs> like, different to me. And now it's just like part of like everyday, like culture here, you know, like, oh shit, don't forget your mask. Or, you know, we have different, like, we have like leopard print mask and like, you can yeah. have your favorite football team on it, you know, <laughs> capitalism Did- takes over everything, even fucking public health. But Are you still it, wearing yours? Yeah, when I go out, like yesterday, me and my girlfriend went to go watch a movie. And then we went to like uh, Denny's afterwards. Are you starting uh, to feel foolish again? 
for wearing it because so many no, people dude, aren't. At, at, this point, at this point, I'm just like used to it. Like you get like, I feel like you do get looks, especially here in Bakersfield, depending on what side of town you're on. Yeah. But I mean, at this point, I, I really don't care. Um, I mean, what like the worst, I mean, I've never had anybody like say anything to me. I've heard some of my friends, like they'll go to the gym and they'll wear a mask. And one of them told like some person came up to them. They're like a mask, really? And it's like, bro, I'm not making you wear a mask. I'm just wearing it myself. Like, look <laughs> at my face. Why does it bother you that I'm wearing a mask? Yeah, I've had them. I've had a couple <clears throat> couple um, instances where people come up to me and say shit. But they knew me. You know, it was a woman yeah. in the parking lot here. And she's like, I don't believe in that. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm not asking you to believe in it. I, I believe. So let's let's deal with it on that level. You don't. I do. Let's coexist. Seems, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not walking up to people with like their fucking like cross chain on and be like, hey, I don't believe in that. Take that <laughs> off. Take that chain off. <laughs> A crucifix? Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to church right now? Really? <laughs> but isn't that, you know, that not that what we are now? Is this belligerent you know poking each other trying to trying to draw out that fucking anger i saw him you know herschel walker's running in georgia did you know that uh for what like governor uh, or like senate, senate senate he's trying they're trying to unseat the the one democrat they have there but they're trying so to unseat georgia at Herschel Walker, and he's this angry, angry, angry person that's being backed by Trump. And and I saw this article that said Herschel Walker's anger is just, it's just American politics now. And I thought, fuck, man, why are we so mad? Why are we so divided on every single issue? You, there, it, it used to be we had hot button issues. Now every fucking issue is a hot button issue. You get pissed off about anything now. Yeah, and I mean, I've like I've seen articles on Facebook, like of like some random news thing, and I was like, like once you see there's like a hundred something comments, I'm like, there's, like reading the headline, I was like, there's no way people are like angry about this. Like, what's the downside oh. to this? Oh yes, and they then are. you go look at the comments, and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> I remember I saw one where it was a. Uh, <clears throat> that new law that Newsom approved uh, that's uh, not allowing like big corporations and like it's mostly aimed at like Amazon and like big like distribution center warehouses where you have like quotas you know mm -hmm. of like hey you have to scan this amount of items per hour you know or whatever it may be where going to the restroom or taking your break does not negatively impact your quota. Um, like a law that allows them to, to not do that, you know, to not fire right. you basically for, you know, going to the restroom and not meeting your quota or taking your break. You're, you know, legally allowed 15 minute break. Um, and I was like, cause I read the article and I was like, okay, that makes, you know, makes so pretty sense. Much sense. Yeah. yeah. And you like go into the comments and like this white businesses are moving out of California <laughs> like we should have recalled them blah, blah blah and i'm like you guys are fucking clowns man you're like defending fucking like billion dollar like corporations because they you want them to be able to fire like 
like when when I grew up, like when I was growing up, you just do a good job and like you work hard and you know you get paid for it. And you hold now, that pee until you damage now, your bladder. Nowadays, yeah, nowadays everybody's crying over everything. And I was like, Jesus Christ, did you even read the article? No. And that's like my new, like, I don't know, morning routine is like get on Facebook and like reply to a few people <laughs> and just like get in arguments <laughs> with them. Um, nice. And that was one of them because I remember I was like, I didn't even reply to anybody on that one. I just like posted a comment. I was like, look at all these people like defending these super like billion dollar corporations. And I was like, clowns, all of you. And uh, like a few people replied to me and they were like, no, like it's just like people in, in California being lazy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh yeah, my bad. I forgot you had to, next time you're at work, just don't, don't use the restroom until you get home, you know, so you could, you know, maximize the profits for your boss for no, yeah. no reward in return. Do not that's, glance that's away weird. from your workstation. Don't glance. Don't even look. <laughs> your, crazy, your number man. one priority at work should be uh, making your boss the most amount of money. You can humanly make him just well, so he can pat you on the back. And he's not even going to pat you on the back. He doesn't even know who the fuck you are. So that's the <laughs> issue. That's the thing. It's like you're going to have some low-level manager pat you on the back. That that's about it. That's all you're gonna get. The and these these are the issues that shouldn't be hot button issues, but the things that are, and you know, let, let's take this fucking vaccine thing. Jesus Christ, man! Everybody is fucking angry. The people that aren't getting it are angry. The people that are getting it are angry. Everybody's calling each other names. They're picking out these niche groups. You know. I read one this morning. It's like, and it had no, um, it had no cite citations. It had nothing. It just said they, them, they believe, they think, and they never actually identified who the fuck they were talking about, the group of people they were talking about. And the article was about some people believe that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. And then it went all the way down through these, all this, they believe, they think, the Bible says. And then at the end of the fucking article, there's a, uh, they interviewed a pastor and he, so he said, and I quote, I don't think so. <laughs> so. So here's the headline, the vaccine is the mark of the beast. So people scan those fucking headlines and they, they eat that. And they digest it, and they don't look at the article. Like you said, Newsom's this, Mark of the Beast, um, you're going to be radio-controlled if you get the vaccine. A small niche group of people believe that. Uh, people believe that you fucking become magnetized. And these are just these little 10 people fucking believe that, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, like it just spreads like, like wildfire. And and yeah. I've, I've gotten, like I said, on Facebook recently, that's like my new uh, daily routine. Uh, I was talking to some lady about the vaccine and she kept quoting, or she kept her response. She wouldn't even respond back. Like I would say something. And then her response was like, she would just put a link to like some like fucking random ass fucking website that you could tell somebody made. Like it was like, a, the name of the website was like, vaccine freedom 
www.wordpress.com. <laughs> right. And it was like an article from there. And I was like, what the fuck? Like when people... And um, I told her like all the that that like those were all her responses like oh you know uh, uh, the Dr. Robert Malone like the inventor of you know the mRNA technology like he says no human should ever take this vaccine so I was That's like cool. and I've heard of, I've heard of Robert Malone before and one he did not invent mRNA like he was a he was like a co-author and like you know he like he was part of it but he wasn't like he didn't he was like the one guy that invented it like it's it took a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Um, he was the like one guy in the corner saying, don't do it. Yeah. And like all these, all the articles, like she would link me were like, they all like, first they all quoted him as being like the inventor, like to, and they do that. I mean, I'm guessing a lot of these people like know that that's false. Like the people that write these articles, but they, they, they put that in there to add some like sense of like credibility, you know? Mm-hmm. Like oh this guy created this and he's telling you not to take it like who who who's gonna know better than that you know the guy that fucking invented it who who would you believe over that you know that's their that's the thing they're trying to get through to you you know right but you know and the that, fact is he had none that he had something to do with it but he didn't fucking invent it yeah it's like when people say it's like if I send you an article like fucking uh, Al Gore invented fucking the internet. You know, exactly. <laughs> like that—that's not true. <laughs> you know, like old Bill Gates, inventor of fucking the fucking computer. The big invent a computer? No, he didn't invent the computer. He, you know, founded Microsoft. That's like what they're saying, you know. But like all these articles are just very like one. They're extremely biased. You could just tell, and like they're just like I said, they're they come from like these random ass fucking like propaganda websites. And it's like, and I told her, like, um, I think the the statement, like, do your own research has been, like, misconstrued or misused. Because <laughs> I was like, I told her, I was like, do your own research, you know, doesn't mean go on the internet until you find something that agrees with you. And then, oh, shit, you know, I did my research and, you know, this one website out of 20 said that I was right. So if you dig hard enough, you know, you'll find the real truth. And it's you like, no, to- it doesn't you have work to know way. how to do the research in order to do right. your own research. Right, and you research. have to try to, like, validate what yeah. you see, what you find, you know? Um, but so where were we taught that? Where were you and I taught that? At the college in level, in school. Yeah. And, and really, at like I said, at the collegiate level is where I learned to do valid research, and I understood, oh, okay, in order for me to make a point, I have to have valid truths behind it. it nowadays it's fucking wikipedia it's facebook it's instagram it's you know whoever said whatever if it's on the internet it's fucking true and a lot of people a lot of people eat that right up but you're looking at oan does the same thing and they're a national organization they're on every fucking television in every conservative's home that you can imagine that's my source. OAN is my source. Where did they get it from? Like you said, from whatever dot dot org. <laughs> it's not even dot org. It's just dot dot com. Dot com. Okay. I mean, like I've seen some of these, uh, like you know, channels, news channels, like OAN and like Newsmax, and I swear, like they're—I don't know what it is about him, but like the 
just the way it looks like the anchor and like you know the background it just looks like so fake i don't know if it's like have you ever seen one of them yeah yeah it looks but... like those like fake news like stories that they'll use for like movies or like music videos if that makes sense you know yeah it's like, not slick like a, yeah it's like i don't know what how to describe it but it just looks so fake. It looks like an SNL skit or something. <laughs> okay, uh, I but. see that. I do. It's like watching. It's like watching a. Um, the difference between watching a movie made by a, a super organization versus a movie made by Amazon. You can see the difference. Yeah, and I mean to be honest, like I know it's like a little vulgar, but channels like that are just like it's just a bunch of people like jerking each other off because it's like. Yeah, they would say the same shit. They're like, "Oh yeah, you're right," you know. And it's like, to me, it's like, it's people on the TV like agreeing with each other, talking to people that are already agreeing with them. So it's like, what, like, what's getting accomplished there, you know? Right. But what's and, getting accomplished on CNN, bro? Seriously. Isn't but I feel the, like, isn't it the same you, thing? Because you got um, you got people like Don Lemon on CNN, and he's like, you know, it's okay to call people stupid that don't get the vaccine. It's okay to leave them behind, and and then no, but I feel like news like news stations like CNN or like NBC or uh, C-SPAN or whatever they like. I've seen like Republicans, like you know, politicians or whatever, come on CNN and like you know talk about stuff. I've never seen a Democrat on OAN or Newsmax, and I don't think you ever will. They yeah, always get like they always get you know like the you know people that agree with them because you know that's just makes it easy for them. Yeah, to talk to somebody that already agrees with you. I've seen you know Chris Cuomo you know go back and forth with somebody on CNN as opposed to I don't know who the fuck is the anchor on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I you know. know go back and, like, they don't go back and forth with people. The one time I saw somebody go back and forth was that, I don't know if you saw that veteran that was, like, criticizing Trump, and they, like, cut him off. No, so, like, that just goes to show you, like, they had this veteran thinking, oh, you know, it's a former vet. Like, he's, you know, should be easy. Yeah. And then he starts, like, fucking shitting on Trump, and they just, like, cut him off. Like, mid-fucking sentence. Well, they cut, like, they cut CNN's cut you know, Trump off mid-sentence. Yeah, but I mean, I think those two things are very, like, if you actually look at those two situations, like, look at what's going on, um, I think you tell the difference between why they cut the other person off, you know? That's you and I talking from uh, center left. Well, if you're center right or further over than that, get the president getting cut off. You're they're saying the exact same fucking shit that you're saying right now, and that's where we're divided, man. That, and we shouldn't be cutting each other off at all. I don't think. I don't. If that's even possible nowadays, it's all I'm saying is every every news organization has its agenda, and they're going to follow it through. Because yeah, I mean, for the most part, most like they they'll have a bias. I mean, it's pretty much impossible to not have a bias like on anything. Like anybody, you know, everybody has some sort of bias. Sure, uh, on everything. 
So, I mean, you just kind of have to like control it and kind of try to suppress it as much as you can when it comes to like uh, things like reporting news, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's some instances where you kind of like, it's fairly obvious, like, you know, that there's a, you know, antagonist in, you know, a certain issue. So in those cases, I feel like it's okay to, when it directly points like a culprit, you know? Right. It's like, okay, well, so-and-so did this, that caused this. Okay. And well, sometimes that's just the news. Like that's not even like a bias. It's just, that's what happened, you know? What about these people that are inventing the culprit? And and here's my here's my example. Um, like I said, Don Lemon's attacking the unvaccinated. Um, what's his name? The shock jock, uh, Howard Stern. He said, you know, when are we going to stop putting up with these fucking idiots and and say it's mandatory to get vaccinated? And everybody on this side of the argument is like. Everybody who's not vaccinated is a fucking idiot, and we've made, we've demonized them. Okay, yeah. let's let's cut that off, Laurel. Let's just stop right there and say, all right, let's look at the real reasons people aren't getting vaccinated. And I back up to say, you know, you got these fringe groups of people that are like it's the mark of the beast and it, i'm radio controlled and, and all this shit and those are a very small percentage of the half of americans that haven't gotten fucking vaccinated but that's the ones the media brings up so we can demonize everyone who hasn't gotten the vaccine but the real problem here is it, the thread that runs all of our podcasts together is poverty and the situation that people live in so you've got two new york Times. i read a new york times article it said two there's really two groups of people here there's the rural christian conservative people the white people who aren't getting it and they have these reasons that are like it, it it's based in the religion right yeah okay so they have a different way of looking at they don't the, the government isn't their moral authority. God is their moral authority. And whether you and I agree with that or not, that's not for us to say. So they're listening to the church, they're listening to the pastors, they're they're saying, you know, don't get it and I and I believe that it's evil to get it or whatever. Clearly but clearly half of the people not getting it are Hispanic and black. And do you know why? Because they're afraid. The Hispanics, uh, half of fucking Hispanics have reported that showing up to get a vaccine, they're asking for social security numbers, health cards, documentation. They're gathering fucking data off these people and they know it. So they're not getting it. And yet they're demonized. And what about the single mother who can't get sick, dude? She has to take care of her kids. And they're telling her, you might be down for two days. What about the fucking people working in the fields who make $120 a day and they can't, they make 600 bucks a week and they can't afford to be sick for two days. What about the fucking poverty people? What about the poor? What about the afraid? What about all the undocumented people here? And, and yet we demonize all of them. Fuck them. If you're not going to get the vaccine, fuck you. You're the problem. And the problem again falls back to it's poverty. 
and stupidity and ignorance and lack of opportunity. And yet Don Lemon goes on and says, leave them behind. So if this was an, any other issue, Lalo, for Don Lemon to say leave them behind would be a racist statement. But in this case, no, they're stupid. You don't get a vaccine, you're fucking stupid. We need to stop demonizing people. And if we have to, you know what, if we need to vaccinate 40 million John Smiths because they don't want to say who the fuck they are, then that's what we need to do. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I kind of agree with what you're saying and I, I understand what you're saying. Um, but I don't think it's like, cause I mean, like you said, it's pretty much like split down the middle, right? Yeah. It's 57, 43. Right. So, I mean, that's like, uh, that's like over 150 million people that are, you know, not trying to get vaccinated. Right. Um, but I don't think like the majority of those people are like the people that you just described, you know, like poverty stricken or like, you know, uh, like just the whole like type of people that you described right now, you know? Well, how many people are living paycheck to paycheck in our country? Um, how many people are living in poverty here? I mean, so that, a majority. Like, legally, when it comes to like the poverty, you know, threshold that they the line that they draw, it's about like 11 to like 13% of people somewhere but around. But you, you and I both have discussed that before, and that line is f bullshit because when you got three people living on $30,000, and it depends on the city you're living in, you know, yeah. that you but live I mean, in a scary situation. I mean, a lot of places, and I think most places, um, they offer you like paid sick leave for the vaccine. Um, like, unless it's like some like super like small business. Um, but I mean, even then, I think they've gotten like loans for like, um, like to be able to provide for your employees for like paid sick leave. Cause mm -hmm. I know like my brother, I mean, obviously he works for the opposite of a small business. He works for Amazon. Um, you know, after he got his vaccine, they give you like the next day off or like they give him like two weeks of time he could use for, you know, reactions and whatnot. And you really think um, McDonald's and Walmart and our yeah, huge... those places, all those places offer like uh, paid like for the vaccine, like specifically because you got the vaccine, you can take like two days off uh, paid. Um, it's like like we, we got that like uh, paid time off like reward or something it was like 80 hours um so like most like businesses offer that um i just don't think that's a majority of people like that's the category they fall in when it comes to like why they're not getting the vaccine i think a vast majority of people not getting the vaccine are people that are um like like you said those like mark of the beast people or like, no, it's going to fucking like, they're going to, you know, it's going to magnetize me or it's going to fucking, you don't know what's in the vaccine. I think those, that's the vast majority of people not, not willing to get it because I, I think at this point it's very like one, it's free. It's very accessible. Um, you could go to like any like Rite Aid or Walgreens or whatever. 
Did they um, ask you for your health card when you got there? No, I just went to uh, BC. It was like a drive-through thing. Like I just filled out the paper and then. Uh, I got asked. My wife got asked. And most most everyone I know went who went somewhere. Like my friends, they main. don't have like they don't have health insurance. They went to Walgreens or Rite Aid. I think my sister too. Um, they didn't. I think early on they were asking that because I remember, like when they had like the phases. Um. I remember, like even some of our coworkers are like, "Oh, they they even charged me like twenty two dollars for like administrative right. reasons, you know." And they're like, "What the fuck? No, it should have been free, you know." But okay, when uh, it rolled out, that's what happened. So then, yeah, you got a, you got a lot of people who went who didn't want to give that information, and they have not gotten the information mm-hmm. right in their heads because you know the, what we talk I mean, about what, all the what time. Information is that that like what? That, people that it so changed. Like, no, but like what information are people giving that is so like... Well, I'm saying from the beginning. I'm not saying that... I, what I'm saying is they haven't updated their information since this thing started. It's just like I'm not getting that because they asked me for whatever information that they asked me for. So... I mean, I'm sure there's people... We can't. Uh, My point is, dude, we can't fucking demonize everyone. And that's what we're doing. And when you do that, you alienate everyone. Everybody gets alienated here. I agree that you can't, or at least we shouldn't. That's not really going to help. Like, that's not going to convince anybody, you know? But I also. No, shaming people doesn't work. I don't think, like. I think the vast majority, like I said, fall in that other category of like, you know, Mark of the Beast, you know, like they're going to con- mind controllers type of thing. I think those people, which is, again, I think, in my opinion, a vast majority of them, I don't think anything's That's about, gonna- they're about half of the, half of the people. They're about 25% of total population, but half of the people who aren't getting vaccinated fall into that category. And, and I don't mean that um, friend shit. I just mean I don't want it because I don't trust the government, basically. I don't trust my God. So I can't blame them for not trusting the government. And you can't either because you and I both don't trust the government. They just take it further. And like I, I said... Like- demonizing them does one thing it forces them further back into the corner we're not talking to them we're just pointing a fucking finger at them saying you evangelical moron and that just that just drives them further back and they say see i'm being attacked for my beliefs yeah but i think we've already tried talking to them like in the like ways of like here's the here's the facts like here's the you know here are the numbers like it works, you know, it's effective. Right. And they're just like, nah. Well, they, it, it falls I think into that, that point, distrust think, thing. Yeah. But at that point, I feel like it's like, there's, there's some responsibility to, to, or like some, I don't know, fault to lay on them at that point, because you've given them like everything that they asked for, you know, Oh, it's not FDA approved. I don't want to take it. Okay. Here's FDA approval. Oh, it's not, you know, whatever the reason was. 
I'm pretty sure there's like numbers and statistics to like prove otherwise, you know? Right. And they're just like, no, I still, I'm still not going to take it. And then I think at that point, it's like, all right, then you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> See, <laughs> it's like, cause I mean, it all, like I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like these people, like they want, like they want things to go back to normal without taking the steps, without putting any work in, you know, without taking the steps necessary for things to go back to normal. Right. And like well, they think, like it's some fucking like there's people all over the world taking like these vaccines. It's not like it's a U.S. localized thing, you know. Well, I'm I'm I I don't I was talking specifically about United States. I don't know. Yeah, about yeah, it. but I'm saying like like if they were to think about it, like this shit's happening all over the world. You think like they're gonna like I've heard people say like oh yeah you know like um, in three to five years everyone that's taking the vaccine is gonna die. I was like, really? Like, that's what you think? You think half of the fucking world is going to die in three to five years from taking this vaccine? It's like one of the conspiracy theories. That, that's what you think? If that's what you think, like, fuck you, dude. Like, no, there's nothing. There's nothing I can say that's going to, like, change your mind. Like, They actually believe the, that a 900-year-old that a man built a boat the size of three football fields and gathered all the animals from the fucking world, dude. Why wouldn't they believe? I mean, if that's the case, I'm not. Like, there's not. I'm not putting anybody down. I'm just saying they. That's what they think. So it's just like, I I understand why, um, people like who was it that you mentioned, like Don Lemon, like, because at some point it becomes like frustrating, you know, like yeah. we have, we have the solution like right here. It's literally like in our hands, and you're like here, here's the fix to your problem. And they're like, no, I'm just going to not take it, but complain about the problem and keep complaining about it until I want it to, go I want the problem to go away without me doing anything about it. And I think that's a, I think that's an American like specific belief. Cause does, I mean, I don't, take I, don't, I don't live in like other places, but I mean, as far as, I mean, I'm, and I'm sure it happens like in other places around the world, like here and there, but for the most part, I think we're the most like skeptical and uh, I don't know, stupid like po- <laughs> population. Can we say suspicious instead <laughs> of stupid? Yeah. I mean, I've talked like I have family in in Mexico, and like I've, I'll talk to them over the phone, and like you know they'll ask me like, "Oh, you know how are things over there?" Like, you know, it's crazy all this thing going on, like everything that's going on. I'm like, yeah, like you know, hanging in there, like you know, trying to stay healthy. And like, okay, you know, like, we'll make sure you get, you know, your, your shot. Like we got all, we all got our shot over here, you know? And it's like, yeah, that's how it should be. Like it's a, right. It's a health issue. But didn't we talk about this at the beginning of this podcast where people like in Vermont are like, fucking water is not my problem. Right. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, okay. it, that's how Americans think. It's not my problem. The world is not my problem. My problem is my problem right here in, in my household. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's one of those things where it's just, it's just so, like you said, we, everything is a hot button issue, even things that shouldn't be. And everything's so politicized, even though it shouldn't be. So, I mean, when we're going to, if we're going to live in a country that way, like everything's going to be just, like straight down the middle, you know? Right. 
and it's gonna it's gonna take a long time for like progress to show up if that's if that's the way we're gonna react to things that shouldn't be like it shouldn't be an issue in the first place well i got i got some uh here the the split is the lion's share of the white people that you're talking about are about 50%. About, it's about 50%. White people. Yeah, they're mainly white. The, the ones you're talking about, the evangelical Christians, they're mainly rural, mainly white, mainly conservative. That's the largest portion of those people. And they cite... I mean, I didn't say white, but... Well, I'm just I'm just looking at the statistics here, dude. I'm just looking at them, and they're the ones who are adamantly against it. Tend to be white, rural evangelicals who are politically conservative. And the next group of people, the other half, are urban, younger, black, Latino Democrats. So half of them, half the of the people who are unvaccinated are these liberals and half of them are conservatives, man. It's split down the middle. That's what's happening. Does that mean that half of the vaccinated people are like, cause you know what, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, cause if you're saying half, half of half of the unvaccinated people are like liberals, which would mean 25%, right? Right. But for that, to add up, that means twenty five percent of the vaccinated people are like conservative, right? That's what it's saying because here. Because I mean, the country is pretty much like half, like split down the middle when it comes to liberal and conservative, right? Like Democrat and Republican, you know. So everything uh, that would split would be split again. <laughs> and you know, like, I guess. Like, like, those, like those issues that you were mentioning earlier about, uh, like the reasons why people. Uh, haven't gone vaccinated or you know or hesitant i feel like we've done like a lot to try to like alleviate those issues or like make it easier you know like oh you know you can't afford to take off work all right everybody's gonna have like you know pay time off after getting the vaccine uh some people are even, some places are even paying you like my brother got like an extra like 80 bucks like per shot um to take it uh you know Oh, you want it, you know, readily accessible? You could go to any fucking Rite Aid or Walgreens or pharmacy here in town and they'll have them for you. Like we'll have, you know, vaccine clinics or whatever. So I feel like if those, like, if that's what your concerns are, you know, like, oh, I can't miss work or I don't have time or, you know, which are real issues, like real problems. Like we're actively trying to alleviate those and make it accessible and easy and fast. So you don't have to think about it, you know, just get it done and okay, you know, back to your, you know, job, back to your life. But I think, again, it's that chunk of people that are just like, no, you know, like, I I trust my immune system, blah, blah, like, people are just like coming, like, they're just like pulling shit out of their ass, like when it comes to excuses. And it's like, oh, we were born with immune systems last time I checked. I was like, oh, shit, my bad. I didn't know you never went to a doctor in your life. <laughs> you have cancer? Don't go to the doctor, bro. Just let your immune system handle it. 
Like what, what kind of thinking is that, you know? Well, it, it's coming back down to the same things again, and people are uneducated and they have not updated the information. It's usually, it's so many times, so many times, especially Americans, it looks like to me, the first thing they hear, that's the, that's the thing that that's, you're going to have to disprove the first thing I just heard. Even if it's fucking wild, it doesn't matter. If it's some conspiracy theory and I bite onto it, you're going to have a hell of a time convincing people that, you know, this fucking data that's coming out is fascinating. It's like 64% of Latinos who were unvaccinated said that their main concern was about not, not being able to go to work. That's almost, that's almost three fucking fourths of people of color who say they they don't believe that they're going to get time off from work that's that's a valid concern no matter what you tell them now no you're going to get time off from work are they not believing it are they not taking advantage of it do they distrust it do they talk to their boss and say you know i'm going to go get the vaccine can i get two days off and the boss is like well i'll check you what? Yeah, I mean, like to me, like those, like don't get me wrong, those are like valid, like reasons, you know, or like concerns. But I think when you get to the point where, okay, these are my concerns, and then they're like, okay, here, 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 we address your concerns, and then they're like, um, okay, well, what about this? Okay, well, here's that, you know, it's FDA approved. Uh, okay, well, what? Like at that point, you're you're not trying to get vaccinated. Like you're just what? trying to find an excuse to like push it back or like not do it. And at that point, like, like, like I can't, we can't help you. Like just say you don't want it. So I could call you an idiot. <laughs> you know? God damn, man. <laughs> Where's your empathy? God damn it. <laughs> the empathy was most, like three steps before, like, oh, you want, you know, pay time off. That's fine. You know, reasonable people get, you know, have adverse reactions to the vaccine. You get sick, like yeah. a day or two. Here's your time off. Oh, you want it? You know, around the corner. Here it is. That's the empathy, because you know we know like people are in different situations. You know, canvas work, paycheck to paycheck, etc. So we are addressing those things in an empathetic way. But if you're just like, if you're just using those as like fake shields of, you know, hesitancy. But your real motive is like, oh, I don't fucking trust the shit. Like, what's in the vaccine? Like, bro, what's in half the shit you eat? You don't know. What's in the right. McDonald's brand? Wait, last week. I bet Isn't you it wasn't beef. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get it. I, I'm, all I'm saying is maybe they're not asking. Maybe they're not, you know, Maybe they're not questioning a system that they don't trust to begin with. And yeah, that's why we're like, they're so fucking, you know, here's your, here's your $11 an hour. Here's your $12 an hour. Go the fuck away. You know, and you've done a pretty decent job of like kind of throwing out the information like, Hey, you know, you could get back vaccinated anywhere. Hey, you know, pay time off. Like employees, employers, like, like make that known. Like, Hey, you guys, we have a, uh, pay time off if you, get, if you get the vaccine. But you know any field field workers? Uh, personally, yeah, I have no few. Uh, how, they've had how, like how? They, they've had uh, like 
shot clinics like go out to the fields like those uh like ever seen those like big rvs where they like draw your blood and stuff where it's like yeah. a whole little it's kind of like one of those things but they go out there well um, we want to disseminate some information here and what i'm saying is that that dude or that girl or whoever goes out into the field early in the morning comes home late at night they're not watching the news they're not listening they're not listening they just have this belief that maybe I'll get asked for my social security number. Maybe I'll this, maybe I'll that, maybe I don't trust. And, and you've got, we got to find a way to gently nudge these people again. And I know, dude, I know I'm fucking tired. I'm just as tired as you. And in the back of my mind, I'm screaming, would you fucking just get it for God's sakes? Let's do this. But at the same time, the anger and the blame and the shame and the division and the bullshit is not working. That's not working. We have to change tactics is all I'm asking. And, and you know, go to the, I don't know how to do it. I, I'm not saying here's the answer, but I'm saying this is not the fucking answer. The Don Lemons and, and you're a fucking moron and you should be left behind. This is not the answer. Well, I mean, for some, or not for some, for a lot of people, I don't think there is an answer. Like, there's no way, I mean, at least that I can see, that you're going to convince some of these people. Like, there's no way. Like, n literally nothing. N not a single thing you could say. Not a single, you know, shred of numbers or statistics or evidence you show them. It's going to change their mind. Nothing. So at that point, like what, like there is no, you know, nudging over to the other side. Like, yeah, there's, there's people that fall into that category, you know, that are like on the fence. Um, yeah, there's point, a lot of people out there that are saying, I'm going to do it. I'm just dubious. I'm going to do it. I, how many times right. have you heard that? I've heard it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I even had a friend recently that got COVID like two weeks ago and he was like, man, I was about to like set up my appointment. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, well, yeah, but you know, they're fine. But you know, some people are just putting it off or because they're just putting it off, but right. some people are just not going to do it. Like they don't care. Like they're, they're literally like fucking buying $200, like fake vaccination cards. Like that's how much this matters to them. And so like those people like, you're not going to convince them. So, I mean, what are you going to do at that point? And that's a that's a large like number of people too. That's like millions of people. Well, there's 350 million, 360 million people in this country. I do believe that if we vaccinated everybody that wanted number one, and then convinced the ones that are on the fence number two, I think we're getting closer to herd immunity because I don't think that the there's a huge proportion of America that's that's it's just a. I believe that it's a fringe that's fringe groups and fringe groups who are being spotlighted by media organizations, which drives a lot of fucking people to to think I, I shouldn't get vaccinated. But if you you said, you know what, it's only it's only one percent of people who believe it's the mark of the beast, that paints a whole different fucking picture. And if we could paint that picture of like, yes, there are people out there who believe like this, 
But the majority of us, and I believe it's a majority, will be okay to get it. But they're, they're just constantly shamed, which drives them into a corner, constantly fear-mongered, which drives them into a corner, and then denounced, marginalized. And if, I, if I'm the guy that's sitting and not vaccinated because I don't trust the government, I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to get it. I just need a little bit more time. I just need a little bit more time. And I turn the fucking TV on and this Don Lemon fucking moron talking head is calling me names. I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm not going to get it. But like time for what? <laughs> like what? What's like it, it's, it's been out for like there's over a year of like research and like development put into this vaccine at this point. Like the people that were like. Oh, you know, well, I want to wait, see if there's like any like reactions to people. Like the first sure. shots were being like administered in like January, I think, or February. Right. Like it's been months. And you know, people are like, oh well, it's we don't not know about a year long yet. Well, like since it became like um uh, like since they started like uh like trials and stuff. The trial started in like late um late twenty twenty, you know. Right, but uh, mass vaccination didn't start until January or right, February. But, like, you know, one of the biggest things you hear is like, oh, well, we don't know about long-term effects. Like, these types of vaccines don't create, um, like, effects. Like, things aren't going to pop up, like, two years from now, you know? Like, right. that's not how it works. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure all side effects show up, like, six to eight weeks after getting it. Um, but that's not the yeah. information people had. That's not the information people got in the beginning. That was the answer to I'm scared of the side effects. All people hear is side effects. And then you come along and I come along and I say, no, um, side effects, blah, blah. And it just rattles around in an empty space in their head. All they hear is long-term side effects. That's all they get. And that's all they believe. So, you know, maybe it is a year, dude. Maybe it is. Exactly, but like what, at that point, like what? Like, what are you going to tell them at that point? Or like, what, like, do you know, you know what I'm saying? Like there's right. If, if they had but a concern, these, address the concern and that still doesn't change their mind. Like you're not, these are the people it. that we can talk to the ones that say, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm just waiting. Okay. What are we waiting on? And we can have a discussion. And I'll, what I'm trying to say is I'm, I have, uh, I have concerns. I'm waiting. Well, you're a fucking idiot. That's what Don Lemon's doing. And he's doing it on a platform of he's five million people are watching him. And then that five million people get online and they say, Don Lemon said you're a fucking moron. And then that Facebook and this information disseminates throughout culture, reverberates this anger and this fucking denouncing of other people and failure to understand that other people have issues and mental health and poverty and all these fucking things are tied together. All I'm saying is stop being fucking angry. Stop Herschel Walker. Stop Donald Trump. Stop half of fucking Texas. Stop him. We got to stop being angry. We got to start talking, man. That's a, I don't know how to do it. I, I, I think things like this podcast, if, if that would help. And going, you know, Dr. Fauci, who was, who was, Attacked and attacked and attacked. He never attacked back. That's the type of people we need. 
the ones that will not attack you back that will simply say no i'm sorry but this is the it, this is the correct information if you want to fight against that that's fine it doesn't make that person on the other side of that argument a fucking idiot it makes them frightened it makes them misinformed but not a fucking idiot. That's that's where we're failing miserably, dude. Yeah, and I mean, I like I agree and I disagree. You know, at the same time, if right? That makes sense. Um, and I don't know if it's just like it might be just like the people that I see or like, you know, that I interact with or that I see on the internet. But I mean, for the majority, when it comes to you know, like I said, what I see, it's it's the people that are on the other end that are like super vocal about being anti-vax. It's like the mark of the beast. It's the well, you don't know what's in the vaccine type of people. Yeah, that are you know they they have like this facade of like fake, real concerns. You know, that don't make any sense when you like present them the the facts. You know, like I, I, like you said, people are like, oh, I'm just waiting. Waiting for what? And then they're like, um, and then they can't really give you something, like, definitive. They're like, then what do you mean you're waiting? Like, once you push on them, like, if you, like, try to, you know, push at them a little bit, and then you kind of get to see, like, oh, well, in reality, they just don't want to take it because they just don't want to take it. I think we need to start talking. Like, I mean, because, I mean, if you're afraid of something, there's a there's a reason why you're afraid, you know? So right. Like, what What are you afraid of? You know, that's a good question to ask. And then they'll tell you like, "Oh, well, I'm afraid of this." Well, or I heard this, or you know, my friend had a took it and you know got really sick. Okay, well, here, let me show you something. And then they're just like, mm, "No, I'm because my friend got really sick, so I'm I'm gonna stick with that." Because <laughs> my it's like my cousin's friend got what what was it Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's like like even like at work we uh we have a coworker that's like that's her thing like oh i have a few friends that got really sick afterwards and so she's like dead set on like not getting it like she's right. trying to find like some sort of like religious exemption right and it's like bro you want to get your fucking nose like jabbed in every week instead of just taking this vaccine well isn't that and i think at that point for me, at least, it's fair to call him an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but she... Aren't the people that are getting jabbed every week still safe? Aren't they I still mean, doing their part? Isn't that either either this or this, and they made their choice? Yeah, I mean, we're not going to like fucking tie people down and stab them in the arm. Right. Um, but I mean, if like, it's just prolonging like the, I know back to like normalcy, you know, right? because I mean, if you like, just look into how viruses work, you know, the longer they're, you know, floating around, the more they commutate and, you know, the longer our fucking hospitals are going to be jam packed. Like, yeah, right. sure. You can get tested weekly. Um, but let's say you get sick at some point and you have to go to hospital or whatever. Like that could have just been completely prevented. 
I think the people that are getting tested weekly and not wearing their masks, they're just they're just getting tested because they they don't want a shot or they don't want to participate. I, I understand those people are dangerous. They're because I get tested on Friday and be exposed on Saturday and be spreading it by Tuesday. Right. So, and I mean, we're not gonna like we're not gonna test like three times a week, you know? Right. We just don't have that, those kind of like resources um, to demand that from people. So, I mean, we're giving them a choice. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's just kind of like stalling and prolonging like the inevitable. What we all, yeah. What we all really want is like going back to normal. That's like, that's what everybody wants. You know, everybody can agree on that. Like we want things to go back to normal. Right. But, so, so we can continue to enjoy us, our smoke you know, forecast, yeah. right? Part of, part of us like realize like that's gonna, it's not gonna get there on its own. We have to, you know, work at it. And it's usually those people that are very like anti, like, oh, you guys are just fucking lazy, like feeding on off unemployment, are the ones that don't want to work at getting things back to normal, which is very ironic in my opinion. See, there's another attack on another group of people that's unwarranted. And the attack is is just as uneducated as the people who aren't taking advantage of the situation. Everybody's just uninformed and calling each other names. It's <laughs> it's true. It seems like Facebook and and attacking people from behind the keyboard has spilled over into real life, spilled over into politics, spilled over into rallies, and where we used to say boo. You suck. Now we're like, fuck you. And we're attacking people. And it's, it's, it's crazy, man. We need to, I'll, I'll, I'll end with this. We need to end this, but I'll end with this, man. When I boxed, my coach told me never fight angry. You'll lose. Never lose your temper. And always stay in control of yourself. So even if you are angry on the inside, it's no reason to call people names, man. We have to keep trying because like the vaccinations, like like the water situation, like all these huge fucking issues that we have, we can't just throw up our hands and say, you're a fucking idiot. We can't just throw up our hands and say, well, I don't know. I can't, I can't take care of the water situation. I can't take care of the pollution. I can't take care of the pandemic. Yes, we can if we stay calm and talk about these things and convince these people you need to save water. You need to put a mask on. You need to get a vaccine. You need to stop eating so much meat. You need to, all these fucking things are happening out here. And all we've done is just, Divide and start yelling at each other. And while we're yelling, the water table goes down. While we're yelling, COVID numbers go up. And nothing's being done because we're all so fucking mad at each other. We need to quit. Yeah. I mean, that's very, uh, I don't know what's the word. I guess that's a higher road that I would take. Because <laughs> I'm perfectly fine called calling people idiots when I think it's like warranted, you know? Okay. Um, 
Just well, like, if you you're know. doing the milk crate challenge, you're a fucking idiot. Okay, I'll say that. There you go. I just watched uh, some dude do go up the milk thing, the milk crate challenge, and break his fucking neck, and people are still doing it. That's an idiot. Those are idiots. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it sometimes, but it's just like those things where it's like to me. For some of these people, like there's no, like there's no convincing. Yeah, I agree. Like there's, like you're not gonna convince them. Like you can't, and you're not going to, like no matter what you tell them. Fucking God Himself could come down and tell them like, hey, take it, and they'll be like, no, nah, that's not God. That's some like fucking fake, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. I'm like a, nothing. I'm 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 with you, man. But it's not just the vaccine. This it's obesity. It's cigarette smoking. It's drugs. It's opiates. It's homelessness. It, people. Yeah, that but are, I think you know, I think those issues like you can't really like. There's some issues that are comparable, and then some that you can't. Like this is a public health issue. Like your choice affects other people. You know, kind of. I mean, you know, cigarette smoking is kind of comparable. You know, like secondhand smoke stuff like obesity that. is comparable. Um, and fully 60% of us are obese now, and we know yeah, but what's is, is happening. You standing, is you standing to a fat person going to make you fat? <laughs> As a matter of fact, yeah, if you're in their family, <laughs> that's, where, that's, that's a study that was done. If you have an obese parent, guess what? <laughs> well, because yeah, chances are they're going to feed you like the same thing they're eating. Exactly. Like, so like, this is a public health issue also. And I just don't a, think it's, it's that comparable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're pumping gas next to somebody that could only afford, you know, five bucks in their tank, that's not going to make you put only five bucks in your tank. Like, so I think I when it comes it. to like public health and like public safety, we kind of have to do things that even though may not seem necessary for us, it's not meant for the individual. It's meant for, you know, the society, the community. And that's what people don't, that's what we don't have. We don't have a sense of community here. And there you go. I don't that's know perfect. if it's not, if it's only here or other places, but definitely for sure here, there's no sense of community, at least when it comes to, to this, like COVID not, stuff. Not this issue. But thank God, at the end of every news story, they tell us about somebody who had a sense of community. Then we can all go, okay, we're not complete barbarians yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. All right, man. It's been a good one. We kind of we, we disagreed. Awesome. I like that. Yeah, that's so listen, everybody, go get your fucking vaccine. I know. You're not an idiot. All right? Lala Somebody might think you are. Uh, somebody thinks you are, but I'm not. Are definitely idiots. <laughs> All right, idiots, listen up. <laughs> Don't procreate. <laughs> well, uh, all I can say, dude, is just go get vaccinated, right? Just go get it done. Protect yourself, protect others, protect your community. Let's get this over with because we can't see the sun right now and we got some other issues we need to take care of, but we need to take care of this one first. And then we need to save water and 
clean up the planet and Jesus Christ. My 14-year-old's crying, people. Come on. Long list. Long laundry. <laughs> well, I'll see you next week, man. <laughs> Will do. Everybody. Do you feel uh, more pricked up like last week or like two weeks ago? Do what? You said, you said by the end of the podcast you felt like uh, like more like awake, you know, from your head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I've I feel like we've talked about some things that make both sides of the issue, and it, maybe people will stop to think. Okay, yeah, my anger is justifiable, but my outburst is not. So let's just let's just think about it like that. And uh, as always, it's built right into the name of the podcast. We might be so full of shit we don't know, right? We might be thoroughly fucking wrong, and that's just the way it is. So uh, see you next week, dude. Later, man. Later. You have now experienced the Thoroughly Wrong Project with your podcast hosts, Lalo and Bob. We can now be found on Pandora Radio, Apple Podcasts, Podium Podcast, or by searching The Thoroughly Wrong Project to locate our YouTube channel. You can contact us directly by email at thoroughlywrong at gmail.com or just leave a comment on any of our platforms. Until next time, thanks for spending your valuable time with us. And remember, always speak up and never be afraid to be thoroughly wrong.